0: listening to B2B Tech Talk with Ingram Micro, the place to learn about new technology and technological advances before they become mainstream. This podcast is sponsored by Ingram Micro's Imagine Next. It's not about the destination. It's about going someplace you never thought possible. Go to imagine imaginenext.ingrammicro.com to find out more. Let's get into it.
1: Welcome to B2B Tech Talk with Ingram Micro. I'm your host, Carrie Roberts, and my guest today is Chris Bugler, a senior digital producer at Ingram Micro. Welcome, Chris, thanks for being here today.
0: Yeah, thank you for having me.
1: So Ingram offers a lot of different services for its partners, and a large piece of what they help with is marketing. And one of those things is email marketing, and email marketing has been around for a while. Why do you think it's worked and how has it evolved over the years?
0: Yeah, sure. I mean, I think emails worked because email is one of the most personal marketing tools that we have in our arsenal. I think unlike other paid media, users actually opt into email or choose to receive email, and that makes it really effective in marketing and communication. You know, I think most of us—you really can't live without email if you think about it. If you're going to sign up for an online account like Nordstrom or Target even a new bank account, those are going to require an email. So it's not even optional. So most all of us in the modern world, you know, we have to have an email address. And I think that that makes it a great marketing tool as well. I think for us, you know, the email senders, it's an opportunity then to uh, respond and have a one-to-one conversation with those email recipients. And that's really the beauty of it. I think on the kind of the evolution side of it, you know, email clients like Google, Gmail, they've really changed a lot. You know, Gmail, I think accounts for about a third of all email inboxes now, and that's followed by Apple iPhone is number two. So that's, that's been a huge evolution, just the email clients. Also mobile, you know, mobile friendly email continues to be super important in the email space. I think mobile is about 41% of, all email opens on average. So I would say, uh, yeah, that's, you know, what's worked and why it's worked and, and how it's evolved.
1: Do you think it's still as important for an organization to use as part of their marketing strategy when there's so many other options? And why do you think it's important to have?
0: Yeah, I know for sure. I mean, email continues to be super relevant in the marketing ecosystem. And uh, email, it just can be very targeted. So, you know, here at Ingram Micro, we can take a segment of our email database. We can match that up with a customer need for a specific product that we saw, for instance. And that becomes very powerful. I mean, um, it makes email just more relevant for that user and we get better open rates just because we can match customer needs and wants, uh, you know, with a, it. With a, email list and a product. At in Micro we like to combine email also as part of larger campaigns so we use a lot of paid on organic social media and other digital tactics like landing pages along with email to create a holistic campaign.
1: And one of the biggest questions that companies always ask when it comes to any type of content creation and marketing is what is the ROI? Because many organizations are looking for a direct sales transaction, but that's not how branding and marketing works. What is the purpose of brand marketing and what is some of the proper ROI expectations to have?
0: Yeah, that's a really good question. I mean, ROI is really relative to the company, you know, the industry and, you know, the, the customer space, you know, that those all kind of factor in, but In general, you know, email should be an ongoing part of your marketing and brand strategy. And that means that you need to build that relationship over time with your customer. So you're going to need to gather data on your customer's behaviors, wants, and needs. And that's when email becomes really relevant as a a brand building and sales conversion tool. You know, there's a company called Acoustic that I really like. They were formerly called Silverpop and then IBM bought them, but they put together uh, yearly a really good, benchmark report and in that report it it aggregates for the year um, email and mobile trends it evaluates messages sent by thousands of different brands and it also establishes industry standards on customer engagement delivery and subscriber churn they actually break out open rates and click-through rates by different industries so if you're looking to start to build your ROI strategy or ROI reports, that's just a really good place to start in evaluating your own goals, because again, it's specific you know, to product and to industry.
1: So I want to talk about tracking for a moment. What should be tracked for ROI expectations, specifically with email marketing? So for example, are click-through rates more important <laughs> than open rates, that sort of thing?
0: Yeah, a lot of people ask that question. So click through rate is, it's really dependent on open rate, right? So you're not going to have clicks if nobody opens your email, but from there, it, it really depends on your campaign goals. So for example, if your campaign is more geared towards awareness about a new product and a click through may not be as important than opens, but if your email campaign is really trying to drive sales and get conversions, then, Click through on a contact SCTA becomes weighted probably a lot more for ROI reporting. So it's really kind of dependent on what type of campaign you're running. Just in general, you know, I think January through May 2020, average email open rates for North America are about 16.5%. That was from the acoustic benchmark report. But really they say average is the new bottom, meaning that. You kind of have to start with that, and then use that as a baseline to grow your email open rates, you know, and click-through rates. So it's just going to vary greatly by depending on industry and product. At, here at Ingram Micro, open rates vary also by type of email, right? So whether it's a newsletter or a promotional type email, and it's also going to vary, you know, per the manufacturer. So Apple is going to have a higher open rate than a newer manufacturer would. So it's really unique, it just depends on your own business.
1: And what type of platforms are available for email marketing right now?
0: Yeah, so for that, Forrester puts out a great report on email service providers, or ESPs as they call it, in their yearly wave report. So um, most of those are enterprise level, so the larger vendors like Adobe, Acoustic, Oracle, or Salesforce, Um, and I think they evaluated this year about 13 in total but you know for other companies or if you're just starting out like a more accessible option for an esp might be something like campaign monitor or mailchimp and those are both great products i've used both of those
1: now another thing that i think is important to mention here is that an organization can't just constantly spam their list with ads to buy their product, and that's actually pretty commonplace, unfortunately. Can you give us an example of how you pull and create the right content, so it's information your reader wants, and how you develop a strategy for all of this?
0: Yeah, sure, I mean, we usually start with a product or manufacturer, right? So the product or service, they'll come to us with a business need. And then we would match that up with a specific email audience list, and you know that list can be customers that have purchased that specific product before, or also many times we have a BI group in house, and um, through that we can run reports and figure out you know uh, an audience list that would have a high propensity to buy or to act on a CTA. So we kind of start there. I mean, the main thing. That we want to do with all of our campaigns is give people or you know customers relevant information that's really helpful to their business, and that's that's the whole purpose of segmenting. What we don't want to do is just blast everybody and you know have half the people just be annoyed because the the email doesn't line up with their business needs. So it's really kind of what's in it for them that needs to be clear, and then you know beyond that, the messaging and visuals just need to convey the product or service in a way that's tailored to the audience so it really needs to speak to that audience specifically and then from there like there's different types of campaigns that we run so we'll do just a single email in many cases in other cases we'll do what's called a drip which is just a series of emails maybe you know three to four emails on a topic you know over time you know spanned out maybe once a week um and then we also do what we call nurture campaigns where the actual email content and the email flow would vary depending on um, the user or the recipient's actions.
1: And when it comes to B2B specifically, what do you find the type of campaign that works best, do you think?
0: Yeah, I keep going back. It's really you know personal. It depends on the goal of the campaign. If you've got a solid fit between the product or promotion and your audience, Um, the audience you're going after, you're going to start off on the right track. So, it's just about offering your email subscribers value. So, to do that, again, you have to just develop that understanding of your email audience, Um, both the relationship, so they're going to get your emails, you know, over a long period of time, if they're your customer for 10 years, they're going to be getting email from you for 10 years. So, it's really developing that relationship uh, ongoing with your customers. And then beyond that, just the technical part of it is just making sure that, you know, once you craft that campaign, that technically it's rendering across all devices and clients. So making sure that your emails are mobile friendly should be a, a big priority. We use tools like Litmus. There's also a company called Email and Acid where you can upload your HTML and it'll show you your email across all the major email clients, even like Google or Apple, and then it'll also show it across all different devices, mobile, desktop, and tablet. Um, so that's, that's very handy because before you hit that send button, you're going to see that your email is rendering properly. And if it's not, you can correct those mistakes before you hit the send button.
1: And you're providing so much information for us today as we mentioned earlier ingram does offer email marketing to its partners can you tell us a little bit more about what that entails
0: yeah for sure so we do offer email as part of our digital marketing stack as we call it so we have a list or a proprietary list of our own ingram micro customers that's our email database you know within that we have obviously their purchase history um they have email preferences that they can choose and we can just get a sense of what they're buying and what they like and what their needs are we also offer them a very clear way within every email to either opt out if they're just don't want email you know some customers just don't want to get email but they can also change their preferences they can change email as far as how many to get or timing uh, and things like that. So, we try to make it as customized for them as possible. And then, you know, that that's also part of just keeping customers happy, right? And complying with things like the CAN Spam Act and GDPR, which makes privacy um, a little bit more involved as far, as far as keeping track of customer data. So, yeah, depending on the market or the program, um, we offer our partners email marketing programs as part of our digital media options.
1: Now, Chris, we always ask on this show about technology as a whole, but I want to ask you specifically (laughs) when you think of email marketing technology, where do you see it going within the next year?
0: Yeah. I mean, there's a few trends. I mean, you know, the the top three, just for me, I would say interactive email is becoming more prevalent. So use of things like animated GIFs or motion within the email, adding video content to the email, interactive things where a recipient can actually take a quiz or add items to a shopping cart within that email. Those are all things in the kind of interactive email space and those really can boost your your click-through rates, right, after they receive the email. Also just, you know, having a more integrated approach to marketing so instead of having your email database be, you know, separate from other databases that you use for your campaigns you know you're really trying to get that single view of the customer across all of your marketing channels that's really becoming you know it's becoming mandatory it's really not optional anymore and and you know most companies aren't all the way there but everybody's trying to get to that place where it's it's more seamless and then you know to do that again like those those tools we mentioned on the ESP, best-to-read tools. It's, it's very important to choose a tool that's right for your business and, and that's going to work well to accomplish that goal. You know, like I said before, privacy is becoming more important. So the new GDPR guidelines, uh, which is basically general data protection regulation, that's an e, uh, Euro- European Union law that just puts more parameters around managing personal data for marketing and other purposes. That makes privacy kind of come to the top of, of priorities in, in email. Lately. So I would say that those are, are three uh, trends that we'll see this year.
1: No, I think you provided tremendous insight today. If somebody is listening and they want to use Ingram services or they want to learn more, where can they do that to connect and ask questions?
0: Yeah, um, for sure. I mean, we have a dialogue on Twitter that's ongoing and then you know, If you're a current Ingram Micro reseller, just get in touch with our marketing department. If you're not a current Ingram Micro reseller, then you, know, you, can, uh, you can sign up and become part of our, our marketing system.
1: Perfect. Well, thank you so much, Chris, for sharing your knowledge of all email marketing and also talking about some of the trends that are here and will be coming in the future. So thanks for being here.
0: Okay, thank you.
1: If you like this episode or have a question, join the discussion on Twitter at Ingram Texel with the hashtag B2B Tech Talk. Thank you for tuning in and subscribing to B2B Tech Talk with Ingram Micro.
0: You've been listening to B2B Tech Talk with Ingram Micro hosted by Carrie Roberts. This episode was sponsored by Ingram Micro's Imagine Next. B2B Tech Talk is a joint production with Sweetfish Media and Ingram Micro. Ingram Micro production handled by Laura Burton and Christine Fan. To not
1: miss an episode, subscribe today on your favorite podcast platform.